0: Anyone's Game Podcast. Following women's football.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Anyone's Game Podcast. This is a post-match reaction after Finland's 1-0 win over Scotland with myself, Andrew Saltwick, and BBC's voice of women's football, SWPL commentator Stuart Mitchell. Stuart, how are you?
0: I'm good, Andrew. A little bit deflated after that. What about yourself?
1: Yeah, it was frustrating because... I looked at f- from what I've seen in the 90 minutes I thought Scotland are a better team than Finland I thought you could see that um but it didn't really show their quality tonight you know they snapped at too many chances delivery wasn't great struggled they, defensively they struggled with a lot of cross balls in the box um but I just t- think I think they've lost an average team tonight um but you know I, like I saw enough tonight to think Scotland will, will still beat Finland at home but it's it's really put the pressure on them now because November's a huge month they're going to f- Lisbon to play Portugal. And then we've got Finland again at Easter Road. There, just seems a bit of a an opportunity missed tonight.
0: Yeah, I agree what you're talking about the the return game um, as well. But the one worry would be that Finland would take a, a lot of confidence from tonight as well. Um, you know, a lot of experience from it, and this would have been the game they were looking at to say, right, where actually are we um, in in the group? We obviously no of our, our own nation's travels to the, the World Cup last year as well, so it would have been a, a marker for Finland, and you know what, they've they've reached that tonight with the result, and they actually frustrated Scotland, stopped us from getting, you know, or putting the ball in the back of the net, there, there were chances there, but I was very confident going into the match tonight, it didn't play out the way I thought it was going to, I, I, maybe I didn't give Finland enough credit in my mind before the game, but as much as I'm deflated and hurt for Scotland, you know you've got to give credit to Anna Signal's side because they looked like they did exactly what they were set out to do.
1: There was five changes from from Friday's win over Albania. Kirsty Smith, Sophia. I thought Kirsty Smith, by the way, was player of the match for Scotland. Um, her and Sophie Howard came in for Richard Boyle, and Hannah Godfrey, defence. Kirsty Murray replaced Lucy Graham and. Was he on it Martha Thomas came in for Gene Ross and Curtis Hansen. Um, in hindsight do you think there was maybe too many changes
0: I don't know because one question that kept coming into my mind as the, as the game was going on Andrew was looking at Friday and there was so many rough challenges and niggling at, nibbling at heels and stuff like that that was going on and I think that would have taken a lot out of the players so I wasn't overly surprised at the changes and in the opening stages just the way that we were controlling the ball and and how tidy we looked at times even though Finland were trying to get in our faces I I was quite satisfied I think would be the the right thing to say. Um, Claire Emsley was getting a lot of space down the the left side on on the near side of the pitch where the, the camera was and you know, I felt like the openings were there. I thought Christy Murray was really neat and tidy in the middle of the, the park as well. Um, so the way it opened up, I didn't think that there were too many changes. But obviously, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing, like you're saying. And you look back at it and you maybe people will start to pick, was that maybe one too much? Or could that have uh, been a bit more consistent there? But as I said at the start of the game, I wasn't surprised and I thought things looked okay.
1: Yeah, the first half, I mean like you say Scotland started well, it was a good pace of the side. They used their wings a lot better than they did against Albina. Um, it was just that that final ball was letting them down and like I say, you know, there were kind of it was like, like little pot shots. Um it didn't really work the goalkeeper. Um, you know, sometimes I just thought maybe they needed an extra pass. Uh, I think I think there was one comment actually the Albina game that maybe Scotland were keeping were making one too many passes. But I thought tonight it was actually the opposite. Maybe they've been told, right, shoot more. But um, you know, like there was just that there's that one little genius thinking, right, just a through ball. And it was kind of a shot from outside the box instead, and you know, it goes wide. And um to be fair, you know, Alan Cuthbert actually went close a really good shot from outside the box. And Jesus, that type of player that, you know, just had a wee bit of genius. But um and you know, there's one there was one moment actually, Caroline Weir, the brilliant turn and through ball. Thomas on the run took it first time, and again it was just you know she'd outpaced the defence, and it was just you know again one touch, a bit of composure, and she just cleaned through, and she just kind of hit it first time. And um, there was a, a penalty show as well. Kirsty Smith went down, but I think she, I think the replay show she uh, she tripped on her own feet. The one thing that really disappointed me with the first half, Stuart, more than the performance, more than not not scoring, Callum, we taking a corner kick, and there was a fan in the stand taking a selfie with Caroline, we were behind her and I just thought that's that's where football is now I don't know, have you, have you seen on Twitter
0: there's been a post by um, I think, I can't remember who it was I posted it but Jose Mourinho's Jose Mourinho's standing in the, the makeshift dressing room at Burnley last night and every player's sitting on their phone around about him that's, and it's got a hashtag it's a sign of the times, it's the world we live in so I'm sure Jose would have just been as unhappy as you are at that as well
1: <laughs> Um, what did you make of the performance of Martha Thomas? She also came in the side and was like, I think she showed a lot of pace, a lot of energy, but like I say, there was a lack of composure from her. But then I suppose you could say the same, but Kirsty Anson, when she came on, she had two good chances, kind of snapped at them.
0: Yeah, I mean, one thing that, you know, when you're trying to analyse what why we're not making the breakthrough and what, what is so tough to get that clear effort and goal to stick it in the back of the net, um, I I think Finland adapted really well. We just said there, those opening stages using the wings that I think one when that danger of Claire Emsley and Lizzie Arnett showed so much promise, Finland did really well to adapt and then there wasn't as much cutting inside and, and being able to just take the ball on the edge of the box and, and work its way in. There ended up being a lot of crosses from the wide areas which many of them seemed to go over everyone in the box and really didn't. Make too much from. Um, obviously, there was a couple that created kind of half chances, but the Martha Thomas, I thought her and Erin Cuthbert, the way they were just kind of switching about um, and the forward line early doors as well looked like it would it would work. I mean, Martha was brilliant in the the Pinotard Cup uh, matches where she obviously got off to a flyer for Scotland as well, and I think there could have been trouble there, but I just it would have been really difficult for the the forward players to create as much as maybe we wanted or expected from the way Finland adapted and the way they set up. And as time ticked by, I thought you could just see they got further and further I, I, I streets ahead of Scotland in confidence in the actual game itself, because we were looking to be a bit more frustrated, whereas Finland were a bit more eager to then just get in our faces a bit more. They left a little bit in when they were going in challenges up in Scotland's half and it just disrupted the play and, at times made it really hard to, to build anything and then when they come out at of half-time, off to a flyer, get the goal. Um, I think Suzanne said it on commentary in Alba that it was just easy enough for Finland to go, right, we're sitting in, you try and break through us and obviously the changes then had to come and I mean, Leanne Crichton came really close but you mentioned the Cuthbert one earlier, they still seem to be coming from quite far out of the box for, for any real great efforts on goal.
1: Yeah, I, th- I thought the changes worked well actually. I thought... Um... It, it meant that Cuthbert got kind of pushed more forward, and she was she was more of a threat. Um, and it also meant Finland were kind of pushed back a bit more, and it meant you know like fighting. She came on as well. She she obviously was able to take a shot from distance, which hit the post, which but it gave her the space to to make that sort of shot. And obviously Jane Ross as well coming on. Maybe John Jane Ross should have started. Um, she headed off the bar, but um, like I mean the big thing like Scotland down tonight was the fact that our deliveries weren't good. And Finland's deliveries, we really struggled with. And obviously their goals come from, we've not managed to clear. To be fair, I don't, I don't, they were quite critical in commentary, like of the defending. Um, I didn't really think there was too, I think, there wasn't really too much to be done. I think they've headed it off the line. And then, you know, Callie Weir's gone for the challenge. Callie Weir's not a defender. Um, I think I think actually the, the comment made was that you know you could have thrown your body in the line and yeah maybe but um, did did you think defensively Scotland have a problem though in the sense that like against Albania um, you know Hannah Godfrey didn't have a particularly good game and she was criticised for that performance she was dropped tonight for for Sophie Howard I, d- I just wonder like you know Joelle Murray's not in the squad should should she be at least in the squad I think if Jen Beatty's injured then. Joel Moy for me should be should be second choice, second choice partnering Nature course.
0: I think your know, experience is a, a, an amazing thing, especially when you're defending. There's a lot of, a lot you can take from from that. And Jo Murray's got in, in bags and bags, doesn't she? And she again is another winner uh, from her time at, at Hibs. She knows what success is, and she has been involved in the big moments. So you definitely expect her to be around the squad. I mean, don't know whether the the injuries that she's suffered that's kept her out of the SWPA opener has got a big part to play in that. But I don't really think that we've got too much of a worry defensively. Uh, I mean, you you can look at the World Cup and that, that game against Argentina and it's something we don't want to look back on, but, you know, we're very, very quick to praise whenever things are going well, but a very Scottish nature, as soon as we do have that disappointment, we can maybe sometimes over-exaggerate it a little bit. And I would leap to the player's defence that even if you're looking at the girls that have been playing in the, the, the Bartleys League down in, in England, I've been mean, a, a massive period of sort of, you, you know, the, the break with coronavirus and things have to get going again, and you're playing league, and you're going away in international duty, and that's been interrupted so much as well. So I will throw that in to to give uh, you know a, a little bit of a, a defence to the way things are, 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 are went this evening, um, especially after that tough game on Friday night, which I mean, I saw people were predicting you know five, six, seven goals again against Albania, which uh, Albania were absolutely no mugs when they turned up to Tynecastle and made sure they left their mark. So I think there's there's a lot that'll be taken out of the players after the, the 180 minutes overall in the two games but going forward I think the, the most important thing is not to panic it's just to collect again, the players will go back and, and play their domestic matches and as soon as we, we come around to international time again it'll just be, try and build on that confidence remember that there's a, a great team in there amongst that Scotland squad and, and go again really and keep pushing to to get up that table
1: Yeah, there's no need to panic, I mean Scotland do still have a game in hand um, so the gap's four points at the moment. Obviously, they still play F- F- Finland at home next, well, December, I suppose, December the 1st. Um, I'm just looking here at the latest scores. Like Scotland could fall to third tonight if Portugal beat Cyprus, which you would expect it. I mean, considering the Cyprus results in the group, I mean, they've got like a you know, minus 17 goal difference. At half time, that, that game's 0-0. That would be a huge boost for Scotland. That also kind of suggests that, well, I mean, Poland, uh, Poland uh, Portugal took the Drew with Finland at home Scotland, that's Scotland's next game, a trip to, to Lisbon. It's not going to be as difficult, I don't think, as tonight's game. I think tonight's game is probably the most difficult game in the group. I think Scotland have got it in them to still go and get a result in Portugal. I still think they've got got it in them to beat Finland at home. But it's just that they've, they've kind of put that pressure on themselves now because it is now a huge bunch for them. If they got even just a draw tonight, it was just kind of pressure was on Finland more than Scotland.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think that that showed in the game as well that Scotland needed to go and and, and make a mark and just try and I know there was a, there's a game in hand there with with Finland, but it would have been such a big boost to take the three points uh, back home tonight that things would have been looking so much better than they are just now, of course. But you know, if we'd got that equaliser at any point towards the end of the game with all the pressure that was being put on it, just you know more than the point for ourselves just as big would have been the the two points drop for Finland from the, the winning position that they, they were in. So, you know, you go to Portugal, I'd still fancy Scotland. You know, I'd still absolutely think that there's a, enough there in the squad to, to come away with the three points. And then you start again from that result because things look a lot better than they do after the defeat. Um, and those those two games will be massive. And, will, you know, that will probably determine or will determine how it's going to look come the end of the games?
1: I should say. I'm just looking at the the stats here from that first half, Portugal Cyprus. Uh, Portugal had fifteen attempts in goal. Um, I think seven on target. So they're probably going to score at some point. Um, but you know that that's still it's maybe a little bit of confidence for Scotland in the sense that Scotland beat them eight 0 Finland, I think, beat them four 0 You know, and there's there's Portugal kind of kind of struggling away. And if Portugal as well, I think they only got like a one 0 win. Of Albania, so you know Scotland should. Yeah, I know Portugal. You kind of you hear Portugal, you think of, Eusebio, and Ronaldo. You think he's a you know brilliant at football, but in women's football terms, Scotland are. I mean, they're the highest seed in the group. You've got to be confident in that one. Um, I was actually really wanting to go because it's it's two days after my birthday, but it's go uh, for some winter sun. Yeah, but it's a it's a fourteen day quarantine, which means I've then well, one they've got, got fifth, fourth in the and also missed the Finland game, missed the road. But uh, we'll see, we'll see. But uh, hopefully Scotland can turn it around in the next double header. Stuart, thanks for joining us again on the Anyone's Game podcast. Check out the website anyone's game dot and enjoy the rest of your week.